Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money. Whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Good afternoon from Money Tips, and welcome to a, a London uh, Friday afternoon on a windy, rainy Friday in March. Uh, next week you've got uh, Good Friday. Well, next week will be Good Friday. And this week's Palm Sunday. So this is the Easter week coming here in, in, well, all around the world. But the weather here is a bit typical windy March and a bit cold. We can't really go anywhere. It's still illegal to go on holiday from the UK. Uh, but people still seem to be able to come in here. But we can't we can't leave without a, a, a proper valid reason. If you can hear that wind in the background, it's the wind blowing against my house in the corner of the, I'm on a corner house so it's blowing against here so apologize for that today I want to talk about Canada Canada said it wants to recruit 400,000 new immigrants each year in order to boost the economy you know post lockdown uh, to get things moving again and Canada's has been a popular destination for migrants for for, for decades and it's announced that it will increasing immigration into the country and simplify the process in order to help uh, the economy recover and grow, in order to speed up the process for people to make it easier for them. So that, that's good news if you are planning to, to migrate abroad. And I know I have a lot of listeners and followers in countries in Asia, in, in the Philippines and in India and, and other countries that, that may, maybe want to go to, to somewhere like Canada because they, they feel that they can get a better future there in 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 that country or in countries like Australia, UK, America, and so on. Uh, most people still want to go to America, I guess, but it, the 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 process has been dreadfully slow. I had a business recruiting nurses, and we used to get nurses to to uh, to to be recruited by American hospitals, but. Um, you know, you just couldn't. I mean, they would say yes, and they'd start processing their visas. It was years and years before it happened. Uh, I, I think some of them may have even abandoned it. I don't know, but it, it, it there was just visa blockage. Uh, but but Canada wants to accept four hundred thousand permanent residents into the country in in the twenty one to twenty three immigration levels plan. They call it the immigration levels plan, and this is to focus a new plan geared towards economic growth with the economic class of, of migrants accounting for 60% of new admissions. This this means people that will do something for the economy. And the UK is looking for those people as well as, as our other countries. But instead of just going for like, oh, we want plumbers, we want electricians, we want this, we want that, they're, they're going, they're, they're heading more for the economic class. So the, the new Canadian migrant visas are aimed at increasing the number of people through the following routes. And I put them on the on, on my description there, but the self-employed persons program, the federal skills trade program, uh, the federal skills skilled worker program, Canadian experience class, and the startup visa, startup businesses. As as, as we are in, in the UK, we're looking for those sorts of people. And in recent years, uh, I, Indians have made up a, the largest nationality of people to obtain permanent residency in Canada. And 
I think in the past, generally, they've been helped by, let's say, a more straightforward, smoother route to citizenship than other countries, um, such as such as the UK, really, where, you know, in Canada, you could go and work for a couple of years and then apply for citizenship. Here in the UK, it's five years. You have to get residency first. It's quite an expensive, long-winded process. You've got you know, 80 page forms to fill in all your documents going back years. Then you have to do it all again for citizenship. And if they find anything wrong on your citizenship application, they can just refuse the whole lot. Um, for instance, people often have claimed child benefit for children, which, which they're not allowed to do because they're not allowed to claim benefits or or they, they may have got into an argument with somebody and the police have given them what they thought was just a caution or a slap on the wrist. Turns out a caution is actually like a uh, almost like a, a, um, a criminal record. It's not, it's not quite a criminal record. You haven't gone to court and been tried by a judge, but a caution inside a station, if you accept a caution, then you are more or less admitting guilt and that will stay on your record just like a criminal record. And a lot of people have fallen afoul of this. They said, well, I, the police took me in. There was a fracas going on. I was pulled in. They said, we'll give you a caution. I said, okay, I just wanted to get out of there. Um, and, and then they realized they couldn't get citizenship because of because of that. So just be very careful if you are in the process of working here on a work permit or other types of visas you want to go for citizenship, you have to be very careful. Uh, but in, in Canada, it seems to be easy. It's, it's a much quicker route to citizenship, even from students and, and uh, other sort of migrants. It seems to be quicker in places like Canada and Australia where they encourage it. Uh, having said that, we, I mean, we do get you know, hundreds of thousands of people applying for, for British citizenship and passing it every year. But um, generally, the route in, in Canada is, has, has been easier. And, and according, for, according to immigration and analysts, the, the main reason behind migrants uh, choosing Canada as opposed to the, the US is the confusion surrounding the uh, H-1B visa scheme, as well as the extremely long waiting times for US green card holders, uh, particularly for Indians. So they, they've, they've perhaps chosen Canada instead of the route to America. And immigration is critical for Canada, not not only surviving the, the pandemic, but, but also for short-term economic long-term growth. Their, their, their population is, is smaller than the UK, but it's a huge country. Uh, you know, it spans uh, across, you know, from the Atlantic to the Pacific, just like uh, America does. It's, it's a huge, vast country. But most migrants head for the big cities like the Toronto is, is the most popular, Toronto, Greater Toronto area, which is the is, is not the capital, but it's the economic uh, hub of, of Canada or, or other cities and, and Vancouver. Perhaps uh, a lot of migrants from English-speaking countries would avoid uh, the, the, the French-speaking areas of, of, of Canada, but um, you know, Toronto is, is the most popular. And I've quoted there the uh, Marco Mendicino, the, the immigration minister, says, as we look for the future, newcomers, uh, we want to create jobs, not only providing our business with the skills they need, but also starting their own businesses, which is a key factor. Our plan will help address some of the, the most pressing labour shortages. They have labour shortages, remember, and also increasing our population to keep Canada competitive on the, the global stage. Countries need new people coming in. Even the UK does because the population ages and you know those people who are in retirement are no longer productive and it costs money to keep people in retirement. There is no pension fund set aside, a state pension fund in most Western countries. They don't 
the money you pay into your pensions through your taxes in, in the UK, it's through national insurance. You think, well, that's put in a little pot for me for when I retire and they're, they're going to grow it for me. And, and that's my money. But no, it's not. They've spent that money that you've paid over the years. They spent it on current expenditure and they will pay your pension out of current, uh, out of the taxpayers who are paying tax when you retire. So if you're retired now, your, your money has been paid out of people who pay tax now. And in effect, it's like a giant Ponzi scheme. If you don't know a Ponzi scheme, look it up. Ponzi scheme, look up Bernie Madoff. It's it's where you are uh, supposedly giving returns on investments, but you're not really investing the money. You're just paying out interest based on new money coming in. So if the new money stops coming in, the Ponzi scheme collapses. Uh, and in, in effect, with pensions, if the new money stopped coming in, there wouldn't be enough to pay out for pensions. So they, they need young people coming in to keep it, keep it all going. Of course, those people in the future will also want their share of the Ponzi scheme. So it, it doesn't really end there, but it just keeps things ticking over, as it were. And governments tend to do that. They just think of the next five, 10 years and, and, and just get through the next 10 years and, and so on. Um, but uh, Canada wants to fill critical labour market gaps. Uh, keep keep competitive on the global stage and you know the the immigration rate they say is it represents one percent of the canadian population and they want four hundred thousand permanent residents in 2021 411,000 in 2022 and 421,000 in 2023 seems quite precise figures there uh, and Canada can afford to to grow its population. As I said, it's got huge amounts of space. I mean, the greater Toronto area spans out 50 miles, 75 kilometers around. You know, so it's, th these are, are big cities and they have a population of over six million. And I was speaking to um, uh, somebody about this the other day on, on, uh, on my podcast interview on Money Tips Daily. I was speaking to Jazz Thacker, who founded a company called REC and the real estate firm Royal LePage. They're a very big real estate company in Canada. And he said, yeah, we, we need all the people coming in because his family migrated from India when, when he was a child. I think he was born in Canada, but his family migrated from India. They were ordinary workers, but they saved money. They bought a house. They rented out part of their house. And, you know, then they paid off their mortgage. They've done well. And, and he's got into property in a big way. He saw the example from his, what his mother did with, you know, renting rooms in the basement of their house. And um, they, they've done very well. But he said, um, what, where are these people going to, to live? Because the, uh, you know, the, 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 in the Toronto area, it's a, it's a hugely hot property market. And I was talking about this to him, that in some parts of, of Toronto, the market is so hot that uh, prices have gone up 35% during the pandemic. And some places have only got less than four weeks of, of inventory supply of property. So if, if no new properties were put on the market and everything's, everything would sell out within four weeks, and that means that it's a really hot seller's market. Usually there should be three to six months of inventory of amounts of property on the market. And, and there's not at the moment. So it, it indicates it's a, it's, it's a real seller's market. Prices have gone up. Of course, we've got low interest rates there. You can get a mortgage of 1.6% fixed for five years. Um, but he pointed out that, you know, if you take in 400,000 people, you need, you know, you're going to need 100 to 150,000 new homes every year. They're only building around 50,000. And so you're going to really need to step up things. Otherwise, rental demand will be 
prices will go up because people you know will have to rent there'll be more demand for rentals and and so on so they're going to need to do something as we are in the uk we are trying to step up house building was trying to liberalize there'll be more liberalizations of the planning laws this year to, to encourage more house building because we need it here as well we need to build you know two three hundred thousand homes every year uh, for, for the next 10 years maybe to, to keep up with demand because you know the population is growing uh, more empty nesters more people uh, living longer uh, more divorces even more people wanting smaller single units and so you know we're, we're always going to need that aside from immigration we will always need more property so property has always been a good investment because people need somewhere to live and jazz is obviously into investment in canada and he looks upon it as a 10-year um uh, 10 year investment at least and properties on average over the last 100 years have doubled every 10 years so nowadays if you buy a property to rent in most parts of toronto you would not make a profit on the rental after paying say an 80 percent mortgage and you may need to even fund it by $100 a month, he said. Uh, but what, why Why not? Why not do that when you're buying uh, an asset that um, will double in 10 years and eventually will give you income as, as rents go up? So that's his view. And you can catch, I put a link up to, to Jazz. You, it's Jazz Tacker, J-A-S-T-A-K-H-A-R. He's all over the, the internet and the web. He does a lot of um, broadcasts and, and that sort of thing. Uh, so that's, that's a problem they've got to deal with is, is is pop is property and you know one of the reasons why the property uh is so hot is that they ha have had immigration particularly from a place like hong kong you know who uh after the you know the chinese takeover of hong kong a lot of moved out to, the, to vancouver in the west coast and property prices have gone crazy there uh, as they are in uh, you know in in these cities uh, but it has been a popular de destination for people from Hong Kong, India, the Philippines, Africa and, and other European countries. And, you know, remember that Canada has a strong economy as well. They've got huge amounts of mineral wealth, gold, uranium or everything. They've got, you know, they've got it in Canada, in, 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 in that central belt of Canada. Um, so maybe you don't see made in Canada on the products you buy, but they are the underlying value of Canada is still there. They've got, you know, huge amounts of, of underlying wealth in the ground there. So it's, in other words, I'm saying it's a good country for the long term. You, you should have a long term strong economy. They've got migrant friendly policies, good health care, free health care, I believe. And, you know, they're very different from America in that respect. Uh, they're, they're less capitalistic in, in Canada and a bit more like Britain in, in that way, you probably pay higher taxes, but you get more healthcare benefits and, and education and that sort of thing. So, yeah, a good place to go to. A uh, bit cold, but, you know, you have to put up with these things. Good route to permanent residency and Canadian citizenship, much faster than most other countries. And as I said, the UK is also open, opening up uh, immigration routes post-Brexit. It seems to have uh, cast aside the former Prime Minister's David Cameron's plan or target to cut net migrations to the tens of thousands remember net migrations the, the figure left over after you've counted who's come in and who's gone out and it was up to 200,000 at one point they wanted to cut it down to the tens of thousands less in other words less than 100,000 but it it just never happened um i think migration is like a train running you can't just stop it on on a on a sixpence. You know, it would take a long time to stop, like a tanker, like that tanker that ran in and and has blocked the uh, the, the Suez Canal. 
you can't stop them very easily. And and because people are here, then you know they're sponsoring their their partners and wives, and and kids are growing, and then. You know, you've got more passport, more resident, more resident applications going through. And of course, Europe brought in millions of, of migrants during the, the time when the UK was in the European Union. But now that we're out of the European Union, again, we are looking to other parts of the world to, to as they put it, recruit the brightest and best. And that there will be openings for, for nurses and senior healthcare staff as well. So look these things. Now, if you want to look these things up, look up immigration on the Canadian website or on the Home Office website. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I don't have jobs for you. I used to be in recruitment and we used to recruit nurses. We don't do that anymore. That 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 business really went during the Cameron government's time when he just sort of slashed immigration. So it was what wasn't really worth doing anymore because it was just so difficult to, to come in. But, you know, even now, looking at the figures, it, it, it costs several thousand pounds to get here. And that that will deter a lot of people because, you know, if, if you want to come here and work as a senior carer on not much more than the minimum wage um, and you're coming from a poorer country, you've got to find thousands of pounds to get here or the employer has got to pay it. And the question is, will the employer pay these figures? Yes, the NHS have got all the money in the world. They've got billions coming in so they can go out to countries like the Philippines and India and splash the cash around and pay for everything and all the tests and the flights and the accommodation. They can pay for all of that. But smaller employers in care homes may not be able to uh, to afford that or be willing to pay it because they think, well, how long will people stay? You know, what if they get here and they don't like it? And how am I going to get my money back? So that, that was always the issue we had with them. But, you know, we, we shall see. It, the UK is open for that sort of thing now. So um, look up on the Home Office website or talk to to recognize immigration advisors uh, from some countries you really need to talk to your own uh, own uh, like like in the Philippines for instance you need to talk to your own recruitment agencies because it's a monopoly there you can only deal with uh, regulated immigration advisors in the Philippines it's it's a closed shop so you have to talk to them uh, people you can't just go and get a job and leave the country without going through that that route. Uh, that they have there so you've got to go through the correct routes there in in countries like the philippines other countries is not the same um but as i said i don't have jobs those jobs will be advertised on the nhs websites on various websites and and you can look up the details on on the home office so, so have a look at that and the uk now is is there's a bit of a light at the end of the tunnel slowly coming out of of the lockdown uh, from next month really uh, but is the light at the end of the tunnel the headlamp of an oncoming train. I don't know because Germany is already talking about this new wave that's going to be tougher than the old wave of virus. So as we're coming out, they're all saying to us, you know, don't book your holidays for the summer. Don't even book your holidays, even though it will be technically legal to go on holiday in the summer. They're saying to people don't book holidays. It's uh, we, we, are, we are getting a lot of mixed messages, even though more than half the country has been vaccinated in the UK. And then, of course, we've got vaccine wars going on between the, the European Union who don't want us to uh, send vaccines anywhere else but the U European Union. And yet many of their countries are sitting on stockpiles of millions of doses of vaccines of the AstraZeneca vaccines, Italy and France, while the European Union themselves send their uh, vaccines abroad outside of, you know, to, to Africa and Asia. So uh, something's not right there in the European Union 
why is that a surprise i ask you anyway i won't go into all of that uh but but thanks for listening thanks for everyone who who listens on and watches me on on facebook live and do check out moneytipsdaily.com and also just one final thing i've mentioned if you know if you're in a country and you can't necessarily migrate abroad you you know, haven't got the right job skills that are needed in that country why not think about starting an online business yourself and, and stay where you are lots of people in india and the philippines are, are making a lot of money from online businesses they're making a fortune some people uh, online could be anything it could be selling goods online it could be uh, offering your services online through sites like upwork and fiverr.com to to help companies here or in the west with technical difficulties like building a website or um, dealing with funnels or anything social media management placing ads on facebook on instagram on twitter linkedin uh, there's there's thousands of different jobs you can do from home uh, just by developing the skills yourself and you know a lot of lot of companies will hire people through uh, platforms like uh, upwork and, and fiverr.com to do things graphics video editing and there's so many different things and you can make a living from right where you are without spending thousands of pounds and traveling to the other side of the world now I don't know about you, but if you've ever tried to start an online business and, and then found you get let down by the software, it's just find it too complicated to use. Like WordPress has been the bane of my life. It's supposed to be easy to use, but I always have to call somebody in to sort it out. And and I had a web WordPress site, uh, moneytipsdaily.com, and it just crashed the other day. It got hacked and crashed and had to spend a load of money getting it sorted out. Uh, but then I recently discovered a, a different system, which is called Groove Funnels which is a software designed to help people market online, not just have a brochure website that says, hi, we are ABC Services. Hello, look at this page. Look at the homepage. Look at that page. Uh, scroll down for this. Scroll down for our opening times. Contact us page. And when you get there, they don't want to be contacted. They don't give you a phone number. You know you know the type of thing? Um, th those are just brochure websites. And people spend a lot of money on these brochure websites. They hardly get any hits on the websites. Nobody visits them because why would they uh, if they don't find them? And when they do visit them, they go, yeah, that's fine. That's your opening time. Right, I'm off again. But a funnel system or a funnel website is more of a sales website that's designed to, to draw people to your website and then give them an offer. So you've probably been on sites that say, um, would you like a free this, a free report, a free newsletter? Would you like to watch this free webinar on how to do this or how to do that? That's called a funnel website. So you click on it and then it takes you to a page and then gives you this free gift in return for your email address, which is a fair exchange. And then they can market you at later on. Uh, this thing has also been replicated on Facebook as well. And, and Instagram It's still a funnel. And Groove Funnels makes it easy to build those funnels yourself uh, because they, they give you training. And just I mean, just for a, it's not just funnels, it's it's every kind of web page. You can build your own web page in minutes from template systems. So you look through and say, oh, I like that photo. Yeah, that's good. Or I can edit that photo. I can change it. But I like that layout. Right. Let's go for that one. Uh, edit the um the, the, the text in the in the box to, to, to add your own text in and publish it. And there you go. You've got it. You can use your own domain. You can use one of their domains. Uh, but but it's that simple. Even I can do it. So it must be easy. Uh, whereas you used to have to call in developers. And, you know, one time we spent £10,000 
on a website. Can you believe that? We, we spent £10,000. Now, I, w- I will add that we did get um, a grant at that time. We got a, a, biz- a local business grant through some scheme. I can't remember what it was. But, you know, still, it, it, it was incredible that that, that 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 website, which is a WordPress blog uh, called Immigration Matters, and that website did very well for us. But it took about six months to develop. This guy was coming back and forward. And you like this picture? Do you like that? Oh, no, no. I think that that globe there is a bit skew whiff. Can you change that globe? And it's like on and on and on. Six months it took. And, and then it needed still work further on. And then I still didn't know how to change it later. And I had to get the guy to make any changes. Um, all I could do was add, add another blog every day or every week. But, you know, can you see what I mean? Now you can do that sort of site within minutes. And GrooveFunnels also include a blogging site. They include things like shopping cart, which we had to spend a fortune getting a shopping cart and a credit card facility. It costs us thousands of pounds to get the bank and, and this one and that one. And, and they get the developer to put it on the site. Even uploading videos was a big hassle in those days. We had to pay someone £200 to upload a video before we knew about YouTube and, and using the code to put on, you know, that sort of thing. So now with, with GrooveFunnels, you've got all of that integrated and they all, all the systems talk to each other, which is another system, another problem where you've got different systems and different softwares that don't want to talk to each other. So now with GrooveFunnels, you can do all of this within one one package, if you like. So you can say, right, I'll build that page there. Now I need um, to to add a, a funnel, a little uh, order funnel, which goes down there. And then I need to add shopping cart, right, put that on there. And then I need a follow-up sequence of emails to say, thank you for this, thank you for that. Oh, that's all in here as well. So I don't need Aweber anymore. I don't need, um, you know, Confusion Soft. I don't need this and that. I don't need to pay a month for all of these other software systems because it's all built in to ClickFunnels. Now you must be thinking, this must cost a fortune, this ClickFunnels, because it's it's doing all this stuff that other systems you'd have to pay extra for. But no, actually, they've got a free offer at the moment. They've been going about a year. This company is going to grow and it will eventually go public, I'll tell you, because it's backed by people that have been in the business a long time. And GrooveFunnels is really going to be big in the future. You watch out for them. They're going to be like Salesforce and maybe not Facebook, but they are are certainly going to be big. But now there's an opportunity to get in on the ground floor and they'll give you a free account, totally free to build one funnel, at least to build one site, totally free uh, for, for the time being. And you don't have to pay them anymore. You don't even have to put your credit card in. So it's not one of these offers that say, oh, it's free now, but put your credit card in and you know, you forget about it. A month later, bang, they've taken your money. And then it's very hard to get rid of them. No, this is, they don't even ask for your credit card. So open up your free account, and then have a play around with it. Say, well, I could, what can I do with this? And and if you don't know how to, they'll teach you how to. It's all the video uh, training is on there, all for free again. So as I said, you get all of that. You get the funnel building pages. You get the web page building system. You get the email system. You've got and other things are going to be added soon, like webinars are going to even be added on this system. So it's a fantastic system. And as I said, it, it seems to work and it's so easy. So it's free at the moment, uh, but I don't think they'll be keeping that free offer for very long. Once this free offer goes, the minimum entry point will be $99 a month for life. So why not get in free for life now while it's there? And of course, if you need to do multiple pages, you will need to upgrade at some stage, but it's free at the moment. So I, I would definitely get into, I've put a link there and just, just have a look at that link, click on it, get your free account. You've got nothing to lose, but get it now while it's on sale. Don't, 
you know, in a couple of weeks' time, it might be gone. I don't know. Uh, so don't don't say, oh, why don't you tell us about that? Because I'm telling you now, get your free account with Groove Funnels, Groove Pages, and, and start building your website so that you can maybe make a, a living from home now. You can, and even you can promote your own business using this funnel system because you're not going to get much out of a normal brochure website. You need you need more than that nowadays. Things have changed since the you know 10, 20 years ago. Things have moved on. So you need the this this type of system. And this is what all the, the big companies are using and small businesses to promote their business. So if you've got a business and you want to promote it online, this is the thing for your groove funnels. If you haven't got a business, you just want to start a business, this is for you. You can start an online business very, very quickly and even have a, an affiliate scheme where you can earn commission from them as well. So it's it's great. Don't go out and open a physical business. Don't open a shop and spend 30,000 a year on a shop. That's madness. Shops are closing down. And I see shops closing down. And then I see another tenant coming in the next month. I think, what the, you know, don't they learn from it? You know, not only are we in a pandemic, uh, but, uh, you know, online shopping has been growing for the last few years and it's, and it's taken over. So don't open up a shop. Use this type of system to open up your online shop, whether it's using this to 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 link up with Amazon or Shopify. You can do all of this through there. Uh, but but don't just um, go in out and open physical businesses. Get online first. Then you can develop like Apple or online. They developed into stores. Uh, they didn't start from having a big department store. And, and lots of shops have closed down in the last year. I, I read today that... Um, the the big one of the big travel agent companies you, you wouldn't know them from abroad but Tui or Thompson they, they they had shops in every high street you could all see their shops selling holidays and brochures and you pick up a brochure in there you'd look through the brochure and I want to book two weeks in Spain then you go and see the advisor hello and they book your holiday for you would you like this would you? yeah and it was great I, I like doing it but they're closing down you know, loads of shops now and. Uh, it, it, it's a bit tragic in a way, but of course, it's not just because of the, the lockdown. It's, because, it's why it's because people are booking their holidays online. You can go online now and you can you can build your own package, can't you? You can say, I'll have this flight with, with Ryanair and I'll do this and I'll do that. And, uh, you know, why do you need to go down to a high street and, and walk into a, a travel agent? I, I know a lot of people still do, but they're going to close about 50 shops. It's going to cost thousands of jobs. Uh, Debenhams, big companies, John Lewis are closing stores. Uh, Debenhams have gone broke. Uh, other big companies have gone broke in the high street. So don't, whatever you do, think that you can beat the big boys and say, well, I'm going to take over that shop and I'm going to sell uh, mobile phone covers and we're going to do uh, mobile phone repairs from this 25,000 a year shop plus council tax plus rates. So it's costing me 40 or 50,000 a year to be in this shop thousand pounds a week so i've got to sell let me think maybe 100 or 200 mobile phone covers to cover my cost yeah i can do that easily yeah of course it is yeah you look down in the shops there's nobody in there it's just a guy sitting behind a counter playing with his laptop thinking how am i going to pay the rent this week it's crazy you could open up a market store doing that you could open up a unit and in a corner of a shop that's maybe doing badly, go and ask for a corner and say, I'll, I'll do mobile phone repairs. That makes a lot more sense. And just have a counter in a shop. Don't go and take on a lease. Because if you don't pay a lease, you know what happens? They come after you. The landlord comes after his pound of flesh and, and he says, I want my rent. You say, well, I haven't got it. So well, no, I want it. And you've signed a personal guarantee. So just be very careful with that. Um, open up an online business and use a system like GrooveFunnels to get your online business up and running within hours, not six months. And it's free. 
that's the big thing it's free so do that now click on the link below at the bottom here and open up your free GrooveFunnels account today thanks for listening have a great weekend this is charles kelly money tips from london where it's raining and cold but i hope it's better where you are so get your free groove accounts today do it now thanks a lot bye for now thank you for listening to money tips for more tips and information visit moneytipsdaily.com the information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice as always take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions 